This podcast is for the sales professionals at every level. If you want to convert more prospects into paying customers, then you're in the right place. Because Joe has spent the last three decades mastering buying behaviors, personality types, emotional and logical triggers. This is the Sales Genius Podcast. It's only a numbers game if you want educated. It's time to get educated. Let's go. Educated. Wanna learn how to close deals? Wanna learn how to sell more? That's what we're here for at Sales Genius. Let's go. Welcome to War Games. We will get you ready for your next sales opportunity. Are you looking to win the sales battle? You have joined the right team. Here on the War Games Group, we take the strategies and mindsets from the most successful salespeople and share it with you. With our help, you won't have to fail your way to the top. When it comes to crossing the minefield of sales, step in the footprints of those that crossed before you. Prepare yourself for boot camp and beyond. It's time for War Games to begin. Shall we play a game? Hello, War Gamers. It's Joe, your host. Uh, today, we are going to bring in a repeat offender for our War Games, Mr. Matt Koenig. Matt, over the past two decades, has helped thousands of business leaders Okay, and what he does is he looks at two key areas, and that's communication and accountability. I met Matt through the automotive world with his company Rockstar and uh, completely changed my outlook on so many things. He's an author. He's a coach, keynote speaker. I'm excited to have him back with us. But before I bring Matt back up onto the screen, throw a couple VIPs up here. Mrs. Ingram is in the house. Netta is here. We got Tyler, previously Ty the car guy, now Ty something financial. Yeah. So Ty the into the financial guy. world. And so he'll he'll be paying attention a lot when we bring in and Matt on the discount today. So we are going live everywhere that Joe has access to. So you're gonna be there today. Netta's printing. So stop that. All right. And there's Matt. Matt, welcome. Thanks. Hey, good to see you guys. I'm pumped to be back on War Games. I love when I get this opportunity. Yes. War Games, we're, we're a fun group of people. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of smart aleck comments coming in from the other side. So, because that's how I we roll. So. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Ingram, Governor 2024. Why, if I can't see the names of the commenters, but I'm going to guess that's Ron Siegel. That, you know, that's a pretty good one. I think maybe Tom was that one. I'm going to go oh. check now because I can't see it either. So I've been taking advantage of the fact that like right now, if you look, it just throws up and says this, you know, we're trying to make sure we we're gender neutral and we don't <laughs> label people anymore. So all of these Facebook users are just simply Facebook users. Yes, I'm wrong. Politically incorrect is my motto. So but in looking at this one, that was. That was Tom Bosick. Tom is the one that's throwing it up there for us. Eric Bam. Eric, Eric knows somebody at Facebook because his picture is up. He gets oh, that wow. to, to have that luxury. I don't have it. I like to jump in myself on everybody else's and just announce myself as somebody other than me because it'll only say Facebook user. 
So I introduced myself on somebody else's show the other day that um, I am Joe Biden, and I'm grateful that Joe Ingram taught me how to ride a bike. So, I'm pretty sure they knew you weren't Joe Biden because you strung together a coherent sentence. Right, right. But I did go in and cackle and just oh. said, I'm Kamala. Enjoy. So <laughs> not actually making a sentence. So I feel like we're in our text thread right now. <laughs> yeah, so that is true. <laughs> if anybody wasn't there, you'll know it's exactly where we're at. Eric Bam, you are kind of a big deal. That's why you get to show your picture. So. Perfect. Let me move us around a little bit and let's see if we can get uh, us flipped because it's not letting me flip everybody. I wonder why that is. There we go. Matt, switch with me. Thank you. My okay. pleasure. <laughs> yes. He's like, I didn't really do anything. We know. Nothing. It was just Joe. So, Matt, we are talking lead generation today. You said, Joe, I got some more value to come in and drop to War Gamers. And I said, well, then come drop some knowledge on us and let us know what we can do and what it is we're missing. Because I believe a lot of people are. And a lot of individuals that are watching today, watching here, reruns, right, on the replays, they're all sitting down going, I got to go hunt and I got to kill what I eat. And oh, so, bro. yeah. And again, if they can't get it, they don't know where to go hunt, right? Look, Debbie's a VIP. She gets her picture up, too. So we got well, that's why the goal is we want we want to get them to come to us, right? You know, like smart hunters put out things to attract the animal that they want to take down. Now, for, I don't want to sound like the customer is somebody we want to take down. I, I, Joe, you've known me for years, and you know, fewer things drive me nuts than when people talk about like I'm gonna I'm gonna take down this customer and close this deal. And I'm like, did that? No, you need to help them learn how to say yes and give them the right deals. But but I get I get where we're going. And when we talk about hunting, the idea is like you look at smart hunters, right? They're not supposed to use salt licks. Deer hunters aren't. But many of them do because the idea is if you can attract in what you want, then you can accomplish your goal. And uh, a lot of times when it comes to customers, it doesn't matter what industry you're in, automotive, real estate, financial, uh, if you're a coach, if you're a massage therapist, a restaurant owner, the goal is the same. More customers equals more revenue, right? I mean, that's it, right? And we are at war with our competitors. You know, people go like, competition's great. Uh, you know, I think Grant Cardone said it a long time ago and people are like, oh, I just want to be competitive. He said, you sound stupid. You don't want to compete. You want to dominate, right? Like, what I want to do is win. I want to win against my competitors. The best way I can do it is to serve the customer well. So you and I were talking and, and when I came up with this, it was because I was having a conversation with the dealer who said, look, we're selling out of just about every car that we have, but when this normalizes, right? Like, and if we're selling out, everybody's selling out. So there's customers who want cars that are not going to get them over the next 30, 60, 90 days. And so we were talking about like, how can you build a list of people interested in what you have, right? Or like, you know, in the car business, we always say everybody's a buyer. The only question is when are they going to buy and who's getting the commission, right? Like that's it. It's not rocket science. Uh, we treat it like it and it can pay as well as, but it's not that hard. To do but the problem is you're out of inventory and you go well when i have inventory how do i contact these people we know email's not dead but on a good day it's got a 20 percent open rate last time i was on war games i was talking about the importance of texting right and there's a saying and joe i know you can finish this sentence the money is in the i'm gonna go with texting oh no follow up money's <laughs> in the list man right it's a great criminal. russell brunson you name it everybody says the money's in the list right you gotta have a yeah. list of customers to reach out to so yeah. here's the thing though 
a lot of times we forget that even when we don't have inventory or product, whether you're a realtor, because houses are selling like crazy. So I've talked to some realtors and they're like, dude, I've got my house to sell the day I get them. You know, I get a sign in the yard and the house gets sold. I get multiple offers, but that sign sits there for, you know, a couple of weeks. It sits there till it closes. Right. So they've got person after person. And let's use realtors as an example. They, they put those little stupid things in the box or they just hope somebody's going to go, hey, I'm going to go to the website and look up this house because I'm going to magically know the address of the street that I've been driving around. Like it, it's an idiotic way to think. But what somebody does see is your sign. And Chris Spear and I were actually talking about this because he's a top performer with EXP Realty, former business partner and literally one of my closest friends in the world. He's like family to me. And I said, Chris, man, if you got 10 listings at any given time, utilize your texting platform just create 10 different keywords that you just move from house to house that boom, magnet them right to your sign or however you affix them. And then when somebody pulls up, have this little thing on there that says, have this listing sent to your phone, text home one to this number. When they do, it sends back a link to the listing on, on your site and you immediately get a lead. Now here's the deal. That house might be sold to somebody else. It probably was the day you listed it. But the reality is you can call the customer and say, hey, I see that you were just uh, you had just texted in to get the listing on my four bedroom, you know, uh, two bathroom house. Uh, are you specifically looking for four bedrooms? Are you specifically looking in this part of town? Now you've got an opportunity to talk to a customer while your competitors are. But one of the other things that came up was when I was talking about dealerships, and this applies to restaurants, any brick and mortar business. So, for example, if you own a dealership, um, Hey, question, Neda, uh, roughly how many service ROs do you guys have, you know, per month, roughly? I would say 100, and, 100 a day, so. Okay. So 26 got, days. Man, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So you get 2,600 people that roll through a service department, let's say like Neda's, every single month, right? Now, every one of them has to stop at the cashier and wait while they print out the the receipt and everything. So while they're standing there, what could we give them to do? Well, here's the thing. Everybody that services a car is somebody who buys a car and drives a car, right? True or true? Everybody watching? It's true. Type true in the comments because if you don't, you're wrong. So every single one of them has a car. That's why they're in the service department. So while they're checking out, for example, if your cashier had a little kiosk, I don't know, something like maybe an iPad mini, little Android kiosk, either one would do sitting right there at the checkout that the cashier goes, Hey, while I'm printing everything here, go ahead and enter your number in that little kiosk. We had a loyalty program after five visits, you get a free oil change. Of course, if I'm a customer, I'm going to go, okay. The only place this won't work is a Tesla dealer, right? So if I'm the customer, I'm going to go. Changes are very rare there. Yeah. Well, (laughs) super rare. The only (laughs) thing we have done is lube our hubs, put, uh, wash your fluid and change the wipers. That's it. You don't even do brakes because they're regenerative brake. The brakes last like 100,000 miles. It's ridiculous. But so if I'm in a dealership and I'm in the service department, I'm waiting to check out and the cashier says, just enter your phone number and you're going to get a free oil change after five service visits. I mean, I'm going to be in the dealership three or four times a year. Anyhow, I'll probably forget, but I'm going to enter my number every single time. And here's the thing. If, if, if Netta says they're doing 100 ROs, right, or uh, uh, or 2,600, I think is the number we're looking at roughly, right? For the month, yeah. Right. We're doing 26 or 100 a day, 2,600 a month. My bad. Multiply that times 10. We got 26,000 for even numbers, 25,000 customers a year. Now, let's say 20% of them are repeat customers coming back in for different service. So let's mm-hmm. say we get 20,000 a year. Heck, if that seems too high, cut it in half again. 10,000 new individuals per year. 
if every time somebody's in service, you know, they're entering their phone number, you're building up a list, a pipeline of 10,000 people you can market to. And let me just share a secret with you guys. 0 0.07, 0 0.075 pennies to put your message in front of their phone. Like right on their phone, that 93% of them will read. See, if I'm a dealer, for example, or if I'm a furniture store, if I'm a restaurant, anywhere that somebody's got to check out, I'm going to have a kiosk so that they can enter their number and I'm going to do some loyalty program. Hey, enter your phone. If I'm a restaurant, enter your phone number, you get 10% off your next visit. If I'm a, if I'm a financial advisor like Tyler and I'm meeting with somebody and they, uh, or I don't know, a financial services, I don't know what you do, Tyler, but today you're a financial advisor. <laughs> if I'm meeting with people talking finances with yeah. me. I'm going to say to them, here's a deal, uh, you know, uh, twice a year, I do a giveaway for whatever it is, $100 Amazon gift card, uh, a hotel, free hotel night somewhere. I'm going to say, so enter your phone number in this little kiosk, and that way you'll just automatically be entered into to the drawing. If I'm working at a trade show, I'm going to have a kiosk there. Hey, and I'm going to have a giveaway. I was talking to a dealer and I said, you know, there's another way to do this too, to build your list, because we're talking about list building and filling the pipeline for when it's time for somebody to buy. Because guess what? If they're not buying today, they're going to buy eventually, right? And I want to be the one that they buy from. And, uh, ooh, good question. I'll answer that in one second. Or, or, or I'm going to address that in one second here because I think that was really good what you wrote down. Yeah. Here's the thing. Dealers are putting their names on billboards all over town. And listen, uh, don't take this the wrong way. Uh, realtors, dealers, my friend uh, Jared, who's a State Farm insurance agent, State Farm locks their people down so much they won't let them do their own advertising. It drives me crazy. But, if you got a billboard out there and you're putting a picture of your face on it uh, because you like having people drive by and look at you, you are throwing money in the toilet. And there's not a person that goes, ooh, look at that face. Let me drive all over town and see if I can find them. There's not a person that goes, let me stop at this billboard and take a picture so I know the phone number. But here's the thing. If your billboard said, like, let's say you're a realtor and you said, uh, you, you already know what your commissions are and they're freaking huge right now because houses are selling. If you said, um, text this code to this number to get uh, $100 off your closing fees or $500 off your closing costs. Look, if I'm if the majority of the houses I sell are $500,000 houses and I'm getting 3% of that, do the math. I'm making enough money. I can pay 500 bucks of their closing costs to buy that deal, right? So you could generate leads that way and it'll build the list. But I told the car dealer, I said, they owned a billboard. I said, if I were you, I would put on that billboard that we give away a $100 gas card every month. Text gas to this number to be entered to win. I'm like, how many people drive by this street every day? Like, 7,500. I'm like, if 1% of them text in, you're going to get 75 people a day times 30 days a month. You're going to get 2,100 people added to your list every month. And what's it cost you? $100 gas card. That's it. Why wouldn't you do things like this to build a list? Heck, that might actually make it worthwhile to buy a billboard, right? But the whole purpose of list building because Joe and I, we were talking, you and I were talking, it's like, and the purpose is to build a list, but then you got to say, so why am I building the list? And there's two reasons. And if you're watching War Games, can I encourage you, please write these two reasons down. Reason number one is you're building a list of future pro of prospects because they're going to become future customers, right? So you're building a list of future prospects. But the second reason is you want to cut your advertising costs. And a lot of people don't think that way. See, the reality is right now, you never know when you're going to get banned on Facebook like our invisible friend, Tom. But the reality is like I'm banned from running Facebook ads right now. Would you like to know why? So would I.
because I didn't run any ads that violated any policy. But I all of a sudden got an email going, you can't run ads on Facebook. You can request a review. They don't say why. I didn't violate any policy. I even requested what, what policy did I violate? I don't run political ads. I don't use words that are not allowed. I don't use any like non-inclusive type of language. Everything I run goes, uh, get more customers, click here to learn more. And it takes you to a landing page. Like it's easy. Everything. Uh, uh, my mistake was political, bro. That's why I lost my Instagram account with 10,000. I, I, I made the hat red with white letters that said, make the BDC great again. And their robot said, you can't run political. I filled out all the information. I said, it's not political. And then myself and the bot fought. For they like were like, you're not ultra mega. You're super ultra mega. And I'm like, and I'm like please review, 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 review. <laughs> and I, every time it said, no, we reviewed, you failed. I'm like, do it again, do it again. And they finally said, you can't post anymore. You can't do this. 30 days I've been fighting this. Uh, and so that's a good point, though. What's up, Ken Wallace in the house? Okay, so Eric said this, and I think this was great. He said, why are realtors not putting QR codes on their sign? Exactly, oh, yeah. Eric. And that QR code can literally automatically pre-populate a text message to add them to your list and reply with something awesome and generate a lead for you. Now, that QR code can also go to an email landing page. But just so you guys know, you can embed text landing text forms on your landing pages, which then get where you can collect emails as well. You can also embed a kiosk. And I'm going to show you guys something. I'm going to share something. I'm just going to share my screen with you real quick because I want to show you guys this. Yeah, so Netta Ken Wall says hello to. You can see this, Hi. right, Joe? You can see the, the kiosk? Yes. Okay. So let me add to stream. There we, there go. we go. All right. So this isn't rocket scientist, but if you go to rock, or rocket science, but if you go to rockstar.company forward slash war games, war games, check this out. I literally created this five minutes before this meeting just to show this example. Uh, but I will tell you this, anybody who goes to it and fills it out, um, the SMS marketing platform that I use called SMS it uh, upgrade has got like a bazillion features. The platform's 200 bucks a month, and then you use Twilio for everything you do. Well, I worked out a deal with the developer. So if you go to this kiosk and you try it out, uh, you can get the platform for 50 bucks a month, and then you just pay for your messages, which is like two bucks a month for a toll-free number and 0 0.075 cents a message. Uh, so instead of 200 bucks a month, you can get it for 50 because I love you, Joe Ingram. Okay, but let me show you this. Uh, you'll also have the ability which to- Which is a lot of people's passwords to get into their computers and their emails and everything. I love Joe. <laughs> yes. That's, well, I know that's, that's how I log into Ad Messenger on Facebook. So check this out. So right here, this is what it would look like if it were on a tablet, right? And I go, okay, click click here to see the kiosk. Boom, it takes me to it. Here's the kiosk. And by the way, like I said, I slapped this together right before War Games. That's why it's this company name loyalty program. Because but, I is this the one you said, Matt? Sorry, just making sure. What's that? Yes. Rockstar.company forward slash war games. So yeah. check it out. Join the program. Boom. I click it. It's going to ask for my phone number. Okay. Country code is one, two, six, nine, three, one, two, one, seven, eight, seven. Now I hit submit. Boom. All right. Now it's going to say, all right, now give me your name and stuff. Now I just captured the phone number. So now I'm going to put it in because, well, it's my name and y'all can see it now. Uh, so it's all public. Sportamatkinghag.com. My birthday. Oh, sweet. Now y'all get to see that I'm going to be 47 this year. I just need to get the last um, four of your social. And, and my then... mother's maiden name and the name of our pets. Right. Uh, Darcy, Izzy, Bonnie, 5856. Do what you want with it. Nice. Right. Uh, here we go. And then we hit submit. Boom. Now, 
This is not any kind of magic. Sweet, you're registered and you get a special offer from Matt. That's it. Look at that took 20 seconds. Took me five minutes to build that kiosk to show you guys. And here's the reality. I captured, well, my name, phone number, email address, birth date, well, and address. Tyler's going to text you right now. Sweet. Yeah, do it. That's do how it, Tyler does do it. it. I, I was on a Zoom call and I said, I own the URL, joezoom.com, and it'll put you in my waiting room. So while I'm on a Zoom call with on someone else's Zoom, it pops up and goes, Tyler's in your room. I'm like, you're on the meeting with me. What are you doing? Tyler, you're quickly becoming my hero, bro. I just wanted to confirm, dude. I, yeah, I like to, immediate uh, action. Immediate I action. So, so freaking good. Here's the deal. You know, I love this. Eric said, I often watch presentations like this. wonder what a guy like Zig Ziglar would have done with this. First, he would have reminded everyone he was from Yazoo, from Yazoo, Mississippi. God, I miss Zig Ziglar. He was so great. Here's the thing. Here's, here's ultimately my point. All a kiosk is, all a kiosk is, is a web-based version of getting someone to text it. Here's the thing. Email's not dead, but it's on life support. Now, here's the other thing I want to encourage you guys to remember. The whole purpose, like I said, of, of, list building is prospects for the future and cutting ad costs. So here's the reason I bring this up. We Facebook, well, and protecting yourself so you can still advertise, but Facebook, for example, like I can't advertise on there right now. Facebook's my number one resource for paid advertising. It was the only one that actually got any real results. It's decent when Facebook's not being Facebook. But once you've got people in your lists, now you want to make sure you stay top of mind awareness. So let's talk different businesses. If I'm a realtor, I can segment those lists by if I've got, you know, a sign that I put on houses that are two bedrooms, three bedrooms, four bedrooms, you know, or if I segment them by dollar amounts, if my house is under 200 grand, I use this code, two to three, this code, three to five, this code. I, so I can segment my lists with different keywords for kiosks, which are web-based or text codes. So I can list build based on certain strategies. Now what I can do is let's say, let's say Tyler was a potential prospect and I'm a realtor and he didn't end up buying a home for me. I haven't heard from Tyler in, you know, a month or two, whatever. I can go to my whole list of people on property A that had texted in and shown interest. I can send a message out. Hey, this is Matt Koenig. We've got 10 new listings. Just wanted to see if you're still in the market for a home because I can save you $500 on your closing costs. If you're interested, reply, and then I can put another word. And if they reply with that word, it'll segment them into another list automatically. And I can tell it to generate a lead notification. So it'll send me a text and I could be like, boom, I just got five people from, you know, from house A where I got 40 opt-ins, five of them said they're still in the market. And now I can pick up the phone and call them because they texted me back and I have their phone number. So this is just, there are multiple ways that we can build this up. See, when we list build, We've got to then do something with the list. The biggest mistake I've seen people make is they go out and spend money on Russell's One Funnel Away Challenge or they hook up on one of Grant Cardone's online training. They, they buy the One Funnel Away Challenge 10 times and they go out and they do a landing page. They run a Facebook ad, they build a list and then they stick their finger in their butthole and do nothing. Maybe it's not their butt. Maybe they put it in their ear. I don't know what they do, but they do nothing. But and the problem if they're is that kind of person, we know it was the first one. <laughs> That's fair. That's yeah. actually fair. Yeah. See, here's the thing. You, you see it on my wall back there. You hear me say it every time I go live. But I truly believe no matter what in your business or life, you're just one moment away. Right? Russell talks about you're one funnel away. Nah, funnels aren't everything for everybody, I don't think. 
right? But I do think this, we are all one moment away. We're one choice away from taking a step closer to what we want to build in our future. No matter what pitfalls we've hit, there's always a way to recover. And here's the thing. If you're a business and you're not building your list in an intelligent way right now and not staying top of mind awareness with your list, you're missing out on opportunity and you're losing money. As my old manager says, you're stepping over dollars to pick up dimes. I see people that'll run Google ads and they will spend tens of thousands of dollars a month running Google ads. And they're going, oh, my click-through rate, I'm only paying $9 a click. I'm like, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. I'm like, I'm paying 0.075 cents a lead. What's wrong with you? Like, why, why are you paying nine bucks a click when I run it, when I, when I'm allowed to run an ad, when I run an ad, I I don't pay anywhere near that. I'm usually running less than a dollar a click now per lead cost per lead. Rather, I see dealerships who I talk to the most, and these guys are paying anywhere from 25 to 60 bucks a lead. And I'm going, why would you do that? Right now, you've got 3,000 people a month that visit your website, 2,500 of them, right? $9 lead. Get a gallon of gas instead. That's right. You Californians are paying it out the nose, bro. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. It's horrible. But here's the thing. Like, um, I see dealers that'll it'll be like, how many people visited your website last month? 3,000. How many left without making, like, how many leads did you get? Well, 500. Okay. So 2,500 left without making any sort of contact at all. True. True. Well, True. Okay, so then we'll put an overlay on this dealer's first first photo of their vehicles, and now we generate 20 to 50 more phone calls for them a month because we build an overlay that says, get a special offer on this car, text this code to this number. Customer texts in, boom, they get a response with a beautiful digital coupon. Dealer gets a, the person's phone number. And actually, we just built a new thing into our system where now, actually, when somebody texts in, we can actually have it ring the phone of your salesperson. And when the salesperson answers, it goes, you've got a lead. Press one to connect or two to decline. They press one, automatically rings the customer's phone and connects the two together. These are the kind of things that dealers can do all day, day in and day out. These are the kind of things realtors can do. We can do the same thing for a realtor. Somebody texts your sign, we can automatically make your phone ring, goes, you've got a lead, press one to connect, and it'll email you their phone number too. Like if you're a local business, like a restaurant or something like that, man, how much does it cost to put a stupid table tent on that says, join our rewards club, get 10% off your bill by scanning this QR code and opting in. Or at the checkout on the kiosk, hey, enter your phone number, you'll instantly get a 10% coupon today. And I don't know how realistic it is, but couldn't you, like, if you had vehicles that were on special, right? Because, you know, my heart's automotive still. But if you had a vehicle on special, couldn't you assign it, each one a different number and say, text this vehicle to your phone? And then... By texting every every number is the same number, but text one two one yeah, for this vehicle word or whatever. Yeah, and so- absolutely. Like, and here's the deal. So on your website, and if you it, here, if you're a dealer, a motorsports, automotive, RV stuff like that, you, what you probably know is that dealing with your inventory company is almost as painful as going to the dentist. It sucks. Takes them forever to finally get overlays uploaded. By the time they do, that inventory has half been sold. Like it could be a challenge. Um, So here's the thing though. If you get the manual ability to go in and swap out your overlays on specific vehicles, absolutely, Joe. I would do that day in and day out. It's brilliant. But if you don't have the ability to swap your overlays, here's the reality. People do still drive through your lot at night, right? Car salespeople, like people like us, I, I feel like I'm a friendly person to be friend. but the reality is nobody's coming to a dealership or a financial advisor or a lawyer going hey hey you know why i'm here today 
I was just hoping to make a new friend, right? Like I love when people are like, my name's Matt, your friend in the car business. Nobody gives a crap. They don't want me to be their friend in the car business. They want to get a good deal on a car. They want somebody that's not going to beat them over the head in high pressure, right? So, yeah. so, so the reality is though, many people still, especially older folks, will drive through the lot at night, right? Or, or people like my daughter who just have social anxiety and do not want to talk to people, right? They'll go through at night. This is a perfect opportunity to print out like your QR code or something like that, or just print out little things that say, get a special offer on this car, stick it in the window, static sticker, right? Texas go to this number and, to get a special offer. If I'm an after hours customer, my first thing is, I wonder what the offer is. And so I text the code to the number. When you do that, boom, now they've generated a lead. And, and so... These are just little strategies that people can do. And I think some of the biggest area of opportunity that people ignore is, especially in brick and mortar retail businesses, is that they have slow days. I'm going to be teaching on a boot camp coming up August 8th and 9th um, that's specifically about texting. And there's a restaurant called Louis Trophy House in Kalamazoo, Michigan. I briefly touched on them in the last war games that I did. But this restaurant was 100 years old in Kalamazoo, Michigan, which they did advertising all the time. They're a 100-year-old restaurant. I mean, how many different ways can you advertise? And so Joe Wolf, the GM there, uh, I said to him, here, dude, I, I think I can I think I could generate opportunities for you. I think I can pack your bar. I think I can get you more customers. And I said, so let's do this for a week. Let me run Facebook ads. Let me drive traffic. Let's see if we can do it. I said, I just need one thing from you. He said, what is it? I said, let me give away five bucks. I just want to run an ad that says, Get free $5 from Louis Trophy House, no strings attached. So when people click on the Facebook ad, it takes to a landing page. When they get to the landing page, you're going to click a button and it just tells them, Texas, go to this number, you get a free $5 deal. Boom, sends them back this little stupid thing that says, show this at Louis, get five bucks, right? Easy. Within 90 days, his business grew 30%. Over the next six, three to six months, he grew another 5%. We had, in, in 18 months, I believe it was, we had generated over $400,000 more revenue than he did the year before. And here's the crazy part. Tuesdays and Wednesdays were his super poopy slow days, worst days of the week. So I said, here's a strategy on Tuesday at four, between four and four 30, we're going to shoot a message out to people going, uh, Tuesday night at Louie's, we've got this special. What special do you want to do? He said, we're going to do, it was like buy one, get one free apps or something like that. Cause you can't advertise booze in Michigan. And he said, and then when they get in, they're going to see we're also got like buckets of beer or whatever. So great, cool. So we send out a blast. It was like between four and four 30. All of a sudden, people start showing up for dinner because we're catching them early enough that they're still at work uh, and early enough that they and their spouse hadn't already made dinner plans, but close enough to when they get off work that they don't forget. Well, Tuesday started getting so busy. They said, well, we got to do something in here to kind of like juice the place up. And now they do bar trivia every Tuesday night. Wednesday was their next slow day. They had this live um, music, you know, like uh, I forget what it's called, where people just come up and play, right? Like open mic music. Um, they had an open mic night, but it was always dead. The only people that came were the friends of the open micers. And they were a bunch of like broke hippie kids in Kalamazoo. God bless them, but they didn't have any money. They didn't spend any money anyway. So we said, cool, let's do something special on Wednesdays. Wednesdays, he came out with another special. We did the same thing, sending out those texts on Wednesdays too. Boom, Wednesdays got full. The Tuesdays and Wednesdays became as busy as the Fridays and Saturdays because we didn't just build a list. We did something with the list. Now, the cool thing that a lot of people don't realize, though, is when you have the list, you can actually ask them questions to learn how to market to them. For example, with the platform we use now, right on our digital coupon, there's a, a happy face and a red face that's angry. Green, happy, red, angry. And it simply says this. How do you like this coupon? 
they can vote that it sucks or it's good. Well, if you're generating leads, but nobody's answering the phone when you call or nobody's redeeming the coupon, and then you look into your dashboard and you go, well, everybody votes that my coupon sucks. Ain't rocket science, change your coupon, right? But you can also do things like Q&A SMS bots. We can literally send out a thing that says, hey, uh, answer this question, yada, yada, yada. When you reply, it'll start a sequence that's like a text funnel that'll walk them through it. And if we can literally set it. So if they answer a certain question a certain way, then it generates leads. But if they go down a different path that we don't really care about, and we're like, all right, we'll keep them in the database, but we don't really need to talk to them right now because they're not buying for three years, then we don't generate a lead. These are the things you can do if you build your list, but you can't do any of it until you build a list. So kiosks in the workplace, do it. If you're a brick and mortar place and you don't have a kiosk where people are paying, you are missing out on thousands of dollars minimum every single month. If you're a realtor, an attorney, anybody with a billboard, a car dealer, an RV, any, anything like that, if you got a website where people go there to learn about your business, you should have a way to generate leads. You can have a digital kiosk on there. You can have text-enabled forms. But the whole idea is this. The money's in the list as long as you do something with the list. So build your list, communicate effectively, and one last piece, think like your customer. If you're a car dealer or a realtor or a financial advisor, you're not Starbucks. I don't need a text from you every single day telling me about your business. I love Eric. What do you think about MySpace advertising? I think if they would have done it, Properly, MySpace might still be something that's viable. <laughs> uh, Eric said, I think one of the biggest misses in text email for restaurants is they think they need to discount. You don't. You just need to be top of mind. Okay, so here's the thing. A, you do need to be top of mind. So once they're in your list, you're spot on. You don't have to just hand out money like candy. It's not a parade. But I will say this. To get people in the into your list, you've got to use a lead magnet of some sort. Uh, if you just say, hey, join our loyalty club so we can text you every week and, and market to you, they're going to be like, I have a better idea. How about you shut up <laughs> um, and leave me alone and never bother me again? Um, so just like with Louis, and I will tell you, like the first piece of pushback Joe gave was he was like, well, dude, I don't want to just give away $5 to everybody. I go, Joe, what on your menu costs less than five bucks? It's like a soda. I'm like, right. Okay. So how much does it cost for a soda? Though? Really? Like your cost? Was it 15 cents? I mean, you're not, even, you're not giving them to go cups, you're washing them. So your cost is what? Like literally 12, 15 cents. I'm like, and it says right in the disclaimer, no change is given, right? So somebody walks in and they got their $5 coupon going, give me that free soda. Okay. It, it was 13 cents. The homeless guy who also has access to the interwebs saw your ad. Big deal. You gave away 13 cents worth of soda. Suck it up, Buttercup. You're going to be fine. I'm like, but here's the deal. What's your average profit per ticket? He said 15 bucks. Their average ticket is 30 bucks. Profit per ticket was 15. I said, okay. So for every 10 people that come in, you're going to give away five bucks. Who cares? Big deal. You're still making 10, right? I go, but let me ask you this. When somebody comes, comes into Louis, how, how many out of 10 people, how many become regulars? He said six. I said, what's a regular? Four visits a month. I'm like, all right, so out of 10 people, six will come back and they'll come back four times a month. So at a bare minimum, you giving away $5 is going to gain for you six visits at $15 profit each, plus the 10 you made when they walked in. I'm like, or excuse me, four visits at, at $15 each. I'm like, so you make 60 plus 10, you make 70 bucks off giving away five. How is that not good math? Oh, by the way, times 12. 60 bucks a month times 12. So you can make 700 bucks a year per person that you gave $5 to. Tell me that's not good math. And that was good math, which is why his business grew so much. 
So a simple lead magnet, and, and I'm so glad though that Eric said that because when it comes to, and, and yeah, I'm so glad Facebook users said upsell the soda. Nobody's came in about a soda, everybody spent money. But here's the other thing too is- Eric, um, Bye Eric. Let's see Eric. <laughs> the, the other thing that I think is just so, um, so valuable to think about with this stuff too is look, when you create a lead magnet, you don't have to physically buy something to give away. I have a dealership client who they're like, get a hundred bucks off of your best deal. Well, when somebody texts in, it generates a lead. They just know discounted a hundred bucks less when they're negotiating to leave room because they know there's a hundred dollars coming off of that price. Absolutely. It, it isn't that hard. If you know your market and you understand what you're doing, if you just, if you guys, this is like, if you take away anything, here's this. If you just use common sense and treat people the way you'd like to be treated, it will work. It's not, it's not that hard. Think of how you like to communicate and then do that for your customers. I can tell you this, this thing's been blowing up the whole time we've been on here. <laughs> and my day is spent texting back and forth with a ton of people. As you see, Facebook Messenger, Bible app reminder, except for the second you voted. Uh, I, like I live on my phone like many of us in this day and age. And the reality is your customers do too. So why wouldn't you want to be in the place that they look at 90 plus times a day? And kiosks, list building will get you there. And it'll get you there cheaper than any other medium. There you go. That's all the stuff that I had like to vomit out on you now it's really like what questions does anyone have so my, my thought i know tyler's gonna have some questions he's been writing like crazy this whole time but like so brian galkey brian's been drawing pictures of my face like last time yes but so legit brian could put up a kiosk that says text me eyebrows right and i'll evaluate your eyebrows for free right now that person is actually looking for eyebrow analysis, right? <laughs> and so he can look at it while he's stuck on a plane or in his American Express, Express lounge at any airport across the country, right? Yep. He could go sit there and just be blasting stuff back. Well, what are the people that got it done going to do with it, right? Post it on social media. and Get make your sure eyebrows you evaluated. Right. I, I had a guy come in today because the director is off today at the dealership and they're like, oh, the guy came in to um, drive the lightning, the electric Ford truck lightning. from Ford. Right. And I was like, OK, I walked out. I told the guy, hey, um, here's the key. You got eight minutes to drive around and then come back. Go by yourself. And he was like, really? I said, but make sure you Instagram that and you tag us in it or I'll just take the keys back. And he was like, no, no, bro, I'll tag you. I'll tag you. And so really, like, let's just make it real. Come on. Had a great, had a great drive, you know, of this truck. And, so. and now you have a way to like, if that guy, he tagged you. Now you, you can literally click save on his post. And if you want, you know, he's a guy to market to. Oh, and I love that you brought up the whole eyebrows thing with Brian, because I know Brian evaluated me last time and it went good. This time he's going to be like, dude, you shouldn't cut your hair. That's stupid. Uh, it is way too short. I'm trying to grow back. That me and Rogan. Actually looking, right that line right here looks deeper. More and more yeah, studies. Oh, this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's the texting line. That's Tennessee humidity aging me. That and way too much testosterone with my new army uh, 
combat veteran, Baghdad combat veteran, who's now my personal trainer, who I've never wanted to cry so much as a grown man. He he hurts me. Uh, just gonna be honest with you guys, he hurts me for lifting. I don't lift. I I, I eat and uh, and try to eat less. I but now food I stuff, and it makes me want to cry. He's 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 nice, but he's not very nice in this garage, Jim. All right, Tyler, talk to me. What's your question? Yeah, I uh, I sell life insurance and like final expense products and mortgage protection. Um, I've got a, probably about 600, 650 leads uh, of people that, you know, put in their information online. Whenever we're calling them, most of them do not answer. Um, weird. Uh, but 17%, far, bro. 17% answered unknown number. Yeah, there you go. Well, there you go. Well, the rest of them, uh, they need to hear from me, right? Because they need this protection. Um, so what would be, I mean, what would, what would a keyword I could, you know, send to them? Would that be if you're still interested text life back or no i mean well first thing before you send them anything is the form that collects their information mm -hmm. uh it needs mm -hmm. to ask if there's permission for you to text them number one if it doesn't you can't because you're not compliant you're legally okay. not compliant but what you can do when you get their voicemail is leave a message so you got to give them some i would recommend if you want to call back you've got to give them well, Jeffrey Gittimer said this. If you want people to call you back, stop leaving voicemails that suck. Uh, <laughs> he said it, not me. Your voicemails might be delightful, Tyler. But that being said. We don't even leave voicemails. I, I would start leaving them. If I got somebody's voicemail, I would say that this is Tyler from ABC Life Insurance. And right now we can see, like, what's your biggest potential savings you could save someone? You haven't talked to them yet. You don't know who their insurance company is or whatever. So if I were leaving a message, I would leave a best case scenario message. Hey, this is Tyler. My phone number is, I would always say like your phone number right away, right? First name, this is Tyler. My phone number is, and I would say right now we could save you up to whatever best case scenario is uh, on life insurance, but you need to act fast. Either call me back, say your number again, or text the word life to this number and we'll give you, we'll reach out to you. Like I would do something along those lines. Uh, I will give you a tip, though. It has nothing to do with texting and kiosks, though, that Jeffrey Gittimer also gave. And um, I did this sales training. This is the last resort voicemail. The last resort voicemail. Okay? Maybe clear, War Games listeners. This is for the person you've called and called and called and called and called, and they never call you back, and they never call you back, and you want them to. And uh, Jeffrey Gittimer taught me this, and this is how it goes. Uh, hey, Brian, this is Matt. I noticed, uh, this is Matt. My phone number is 269-312-1787. I noticed a problem with your, click. That person goes, what the hell? <laughs> beep, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop, boop. Uh, hey, you were leaving a voicemail. There's a problem with something. You got cut off. Oh yeah. I was, I was looking at your life insurance policy here. I was looking at your website and I noticed whatever it is you sell. Okay. And like I said, it's the last resort. If somebody has shown an interest in you and then you try and contact them and they never answer the phone, uh, that was Jeffrey Gittimer's 11th inning voicemail. And I will tell you, I don't use it often, but every time I've used it out of all the time, 80% of the time I get a call back. Nice. Yeah. Now it doesn't mean that the call is comfortable at first. They're like, oh, well, 80% of the time it works a hundred percent of the time. 80% uh, <laughs> of the time it gets a call back and probably you know, 25% of the time, it turns into a good conversation that could lead to a customer. The reality is if they don't answer the phone, it's probably because they were just checking something out. They were hoping to find the info online and they didn't find it. Mm -hmm. I, Joe, you you know me, man. Like, uh, I tend to default to Cardone's mindset of like, 
just give them all the info as much as you can up front. I know some people go, well, then they'll shop me. Great. If I don't give them the info, they're forced to shop me. And they most likely don't answer. If I give them everything and they still then make contact, guess what? I think I think I got a good prospect. So, Tyler, I, I'm one of those pain in the butt kind of people when it comes to leaving messages. So I'm one of these guys that will leave you a message. Now, remember... Most of us don't know who's calling us on that unknown number. So what am I doing? I'm waiting for my app to translate whatever you said into text so I can read it. Email? Yes. I'm a email person, right? And so I have one of my dealer clients always calls and goes, I hate that witch on your phone because the person says, hi, so-and-so. Joe is unavailable, so please. He's like, I don't like her. And I'm like, all she did was tell you I wasn't answering the phone. Relax. It's a robot. But <laughs> but I, I always do the two-hour thing. So I will make multiple attempts to somebody, and I will tell you that I can get over half of them to call me back by the third time I've left this message. But I will call them and say, hi, this is Joe. Right, My phone number is 562-254-8526. Right. Um, it is important. I speak with you today now because it is important. Uh, if I don't hear back from you either by text on that number or by phone, then I'm going to try you back in two hours right now. Uh, my time 244. So I'll hit you back at 444 before I leave. Then it's important that I call you back then. So I left that message beep. Right. Then I'm going to say, Tyler, if you don't call me back at 444. Right. Then I know you were lying and you were just talking smack. Okay, but if you call me back at 444 and go, I'm out of here in 15 minutes. So if you if you realize that I will be trying you back tomorrow. Now I get in at eight tomorrow morning. So if I don't hear from you by nine o'clock, either by text or by phone, I will reach out to you again. Then I'm going to call them at nine o'clock again tomorrow. By the third time, over half of them will because they're going to go, damn it, Tyler, you're pain in the butt. You keep threatening me you're going to do something and you do it. So they believe that you're somebody who will do what they say they're going to do. Yes. Right. So they'll reward that activity because that we all love people with hustle. Right. I have a guy who reached out to me on Instagram, said, hey, I saw you posted T-shirts up there. I have a T-shirt design company and I have 20 designers with me. I'll reduce the price. You give me the idea. I'll build it out and we'll do it all together. And to prove I'm legit, here's a link to my Fiverr store or my Fiverr page. I click it. He's got a thousand people out there. And I said, I love the hustle. Here's the first 30 ideas I want. And I said, but I also want you to log into my Printful and upload them all so that I can go send them to the stores I want to send them to. That's awesome. And he was like, okay, but I, I mean, I rewarded the hustle because that's exactly what he did. He went out on Instagram, found me, right? It wasn't that he was, he was like, oh, let me just hope in Fiverr I can find somebody. So this guy's already got two orders from me. And right now he's uploading everything in there. And I just, I just hit him again. How many ideas do you want me to send at one time? Are these genius training network shirts? I do have those already on my website. That's awesome. Never be normal. You actually spell genius. I have the never be normal shirts. I have genius training network. We even got genius training hats. I like so. it. I like it. I need a hat until my hair grows back. So. Right. That's what Brian texted me. 
I probably need a genius genius network hack. Brian says you should go shorter. He's setting the example. Listen, God is going to make it go shorter within the next five years, but I'm going to I'm going to micro needle my head and pour Rogaine into those holes uh, for the next two to try and get it to fit. Tony Robbins' new book. There's all kinds of things that they have in there now for hair regrowth. I've kind of gotten used to it. I'm I like not having hair, but yeah, go listen to the new Life Force book. There's a whole section where they talk about all the different hair growing techniques. I will check it out. I know War Games isn't all about this, but I know that uh, as your T levels go up and you're working out more, your body produces more DHT, which is uh, delightfully what causes that widow's peak. And Matt mm-hmm. is running a soul train full of testosterone. So his DHT levels are through the world. Getting them gains, bro. Yeah, I do that but with, you know, sandwiches. If you if you order a triple burger instead of a no. single burger, it's more weight that you're lifting. Yeah. You eat. He said DHT, not BLT. Totally different oh, subject. Totally one of the different. many reasons that I totally love you, Joe Ingram. Yes. Uh, dude, yeah. you're one of my favorite friends. Hey, um, you know, I, I was going to say one more thing uh, as it relates to texting, and it's very important to understand for anyone out there doing it, whether you're doing it for marketing or just communicating with your customers for good conversation. Keep this in mind. Uh, I'm running iOS 16 right now, which will be available to everyone in September. Apple has added a spam filter for texting now. This is not something that you normally have in an iPhone, right? Your texts avoid spam. However, typically, um, like, you know, with Android and other platforms, I think what happens is if you mark some spam, it blocks automatically. Well, right. Apple has now made it so when you delete a message, it'll say, do you want to report junk? And if you do, it'll throw it in a spam folder. So the text will still come through, but you'll never see it. And they'll never know that it was marked junk. So now more than ever, if you're communicating with somebody, just like with email, it's important that your message is something that they want to see that's valuable to them. It's now more than ever important to make sure that same principle is followed when you're communicating by text or leaving a voicemail for somebody because Apple is taking the lead on going, Hey, let's be able to protect people from spam on their text and calls too. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to tell you, I've accidentally marked four phone numbers as spam. Cause I, <laughs> and it's like report junk. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, no, that's my wife. <laughs> not not junk. Bet. It was accidental. Uh, sure. Cause it was the top thing that pops right. up. Like, report junk is on top. No is the bottom. Hopefully they'll flip that around. So I've done that four times. So just know the quality. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> he is super rich. Well, but Elon Musk regrew it and he used to be home over. So of course he's richer than Bezos. Yes. Yeah, just make sure the quality of what you're communicating with your customers. While we share cool strategies, I know Joe shares a lot more than I do. Mine tends to be targeted in one area. But while we share cool strategies and tips for things that can help make you money, keep in mind we're doing it with the underlying belief that you have to communicate with the customer in the way they want to be communicated and be thoughtful and respectful of that and very mindful of how you communicate. Because at the end of the day, if you sound like a butthole, they don't want to talk to you, right? So we got to make sure that we're communicating that with them effectively and, and, and professionally so that they don't want to mark us as spam. So I just, I, I don't want to go without saying that. Well, I'll also say too, Matt, I think a lot of times too, the, the, give me your email, give me your email. We all have that email address that's spam, right. That we give out. We're like, here's hotmail, which I never open, yep. but I, I can get the free stuff you're offering. But if it's text this, so like on my website, it, is, it says, 
you know, enter your email for a free KPI tracker for key performance indicator tracker. And yep. it's like, you can get the free tracker. And then it's like, and now I'm thinking text KPI to this number. And then I can set it up to have it text it right back to them. Yep. And I'd much rather be texting with an individual than emailing with an individual. And you could set up an auto response on the text too, right. just like you could with an email opt-in list so that when they text KPI, it automatically responds with, with a link that goes, uh, awesome, you're in, here's your link, and then you're good to go. So, right. I got to say, it's people. our staff most of the time that makes it so uncomfortable to ask for it. We go to a restaurant all the time and they ask us, and what's your cell phone number and what's your email address? They don't even pause. They get all the information and we continue giving it to them and they're not offering me anything. Even my manicurist and I don't know, the massage, wherever you go, what's your email address? What's your phone number? They don't ask, can I have it? They ask knowing I'm going to give it to them. And I do. And I hear my salespeople say, can I have your cell number? Is it okay if you give me my, your email? And I'm like, you're making it awkward. They're not making it awkward. People yeah, you sound like it. you're hitting I give my cell phone. It's like, yeah. uh, hey, can I get your number? Uh, yeah. No. Could right. I get you to leave me alone? Right. But if you ask like Joe teaches, and that number is right into it. And there yeah. is no question. So that's one thing. And then if anyone is in the car business, I text Joe, did you see the um, showroom, Max showroom text I sent you? You can have all your inventory in Max showroom and send whatever you want, whatever is your inventory directly to the customer cell. And it's so easy because you pull it up and say, let me send this to you. What's your number? And send it directly to them. Now you have their number and you have their information and you can communicate. So I think the way we ask for the information is a big deal. So true. So true. I love that you said too that they don't say can I, they just say what is your. That's like um, my wife and I have been having this talk, my stepdaughter's 14. And when Bella doesn't want to do something, right? Um, Dara, Dara, or when Dara wants to ask her about us going like outdoorsy stuff, but she's very indoorsy, right? She's a 14 year old girl who loves to be on Instagram and read books and stuff. And, and she's so averse to sun because in 15 minutes, the poor kid's going to get sunburned, right? But Dara will say to her, Hey, why don't we go tubing on Friday down the river? And Bella will be like, I'm like, when you say, why don't you, you're asking the subconscious to give you a reason why not. So instead say to Bella, let's go tubing on Friday or, Hey, we're going to go tubing on Friday. What would you like to bring? Or we're going to go do this. Is there a friend you'd like to bring? It's all about, I love what you said that it's all about how you ask. And if you assume that they're going to give you what you're asking for, then you just go, well, how do I ask a question in a way that assumes it so that they'll answer in the way that I want, right? Right. It's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. Years ago, I took my son shopping for school clothes and we had to go get jeans. So we walk in, he, he, he hunts like me. We walk in, he goes, these are the ones I like. I'm like, grab five of them. He's like, only five? Yeah, only five. And then he walks out. He's like, I don't, I don't want to come back shopping. Right? I'm like, you, you don't know what your size will be next year. Come on. And so he walks in. We put it up on the counter. The lady looks at us and she goes, and um, what email do you want us to have on file? And he, he already watches everything I have. We both just do that whole look at each other thing. And he goes, I'm not giving him my email. <laughs> I'm like, here, here's hotmail.com, whatever. And then the girl stops and looks at me and she goes, you know what? My manager told me, stop asking. 
just say what email do you want? And she goes, do you know everybody gives me their email now? <laughs> like that. And I looked and he goes, yeah, my dad teaches that. <laughs> and yeah, I, was and like, he, I love that. And, you know, it's there, there's also a, a, instead of going, what email do you want to have on file? Hey, what email should we send your receipt to? What email should we send your our special offers to? What email right. should we send our discounts to? Like, right. if you say Give the benefit, benefit yeah. me, then, then all of a sudden it's like, oh. Like uh, they do it with phone number all the time. Like when we go to TJ Maxx because my wife's a Maxinista okay. or whatever the commercial says, get the max for the minimum at TJ Maxx. They always say, uh, what's your phone number? And we just give it to them, right? It's not like it's not like they go, hey, can I get right. What is right. it? Oh, what's this? Okay, done, handled. Like every restaurant we go to does it. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, TJ Maxx, all of the grocery stores do it. Russell Brunson, while we're on this, I just got the text like Funnel Hacking Live, the documentary. Literally, the text came through 70 seconds ago while we're having this. I love it. I'm like, I love seeing that stuff. I, I got text messages of Orange Coast's inventory. Right. So there while I was on this call. And by the way, does it show you my cell phone number or does it just show you the card? Does it show you who sent it? It shows me a 312 area code. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, and obviously, too, with texting, like I use toll free stuff because I do business nationwide. But businesses should know, too, like if you're a local business, a local restaurant, something like that, a, a, a local car dealer. If most of your business is local, use a local number, uh, acquire a local number instead of a toll free number because it makes people feel like they're. When people see a local number, they have the mindset that they're going to be texting a person, even if it's an opt-in and stuff like that. If you're doing business nationwide, or you're trying to list build, or you're doing you know stuff across the whole country or internationally, uh, toll-free numbers tend to be better. But if you're a local business doing business local, then I encourage you to look at, use your local area code and get a local number. I like that. Perfect. Cool. There you go. And That's all I got. say, we're going to text you this code to verify it's you. It's just the way we do things. Yep. The, right. the two-factor authentication code stuff or any of that, right? Well, but be careful. <laughs> I will say be careful. Now on Facebook Marketplace, you'll get a lot of people when you're selling something that goes, hey, I'm going to send a code to your phone, uh, a Google code. Go put this in your Google. And then and then they're trying to just like scam people out of their connecting to their Google accounts. So careful with the, I'm going to text you a code stuff. Two-factor authentication is one thing like to access right. a website and using text. But a lot of times I, I try and keep to the rule kiss, right? Keep it simple, sweetie. Just <laughs> easy is good. If something is fast and easy, someone will usually do it. Even if it come, even if it's making a bad decision, if it's fast and easy, they can make a bad decision quickly and easily. If you make it hard, then they have time to think this might not be the thing I should do because, oh, they're going to capture my phone number. Oh, they might call me. Oh, they might. But the reality is they do want to get answers. They do want to be spoken to right away. But when the ether and the excitement wears off, then they might not. So if you make it fast and easy and you give them something of value, they'll usually step up. And please, 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 if you have a business where people come sit down and see you, get a kiosk. Um, now, Joe put a link on the bottom of the screen. If you go to that and you just test the kiosk to see how it works, you'll get a text message from me tomorrow saying, hey, instead of paying $200 a month for the SMS at platform, you can have it for $50 a month. 
You'll get that from me tomorrow if you tested out that kiosk by visiting that link. Uh, that's the whopping special offer. One one time, boom, you're in. So there you go. Just a bonus for the war game viewers so that they can get something special for. And, and remember, everybody, if, if I, I never want to hear from you again, I give you my cell phone number. Right. Because I can block you in a heartbeat. I can send stuff out with my email app. People call me. They're like, dude, Joe, like lost his number or something. And I'm like, no, Joe selected do do do. The number you've dialed has been disconnected as the the message you hear when you call me. Sorry, yeah. Tyler. But that's what that that's where it's at. It's like I, if I never want to talk to you again, I need you in my cell phone. And you're an iPhone guy, right, Joe? Absolutely. Oh, of course. I knew you were smart, so I figured as much. If you look at my iPhone, so I'm a Verizon customer because the only thing that's signal in Middle Tennessee. But I actually just added a eSIM for my business number to my iPhone. So now I have two separate, and they both ring right into my iPhone, but one goes to one voicemail, one goes to another. When I go to send a text, I see a P or a B on top. I can choose what my default is. And uh, and it's been a beautiful way to start giving people the business number. And if I block them, so if I block somebody on a business number, it doesn't mean they're blocked on the personal and vice versa. So just right. something to consider if you're if you're yeah. an iPhone Ned, user. Ned and I both have smart okay. lines as well. Oh, so yeah. We have, and the smart line app lights up and goes, this is a smart line call coming in. And so now you know that's a business line as opposed to your traditional cell, but you call text and do that. Yeah. So. Great way to go. Listen, for, for those of you out there that are entrepreneurs that are just handing out your actual real cell phone number, like candy in a parade, please stop it. Uh, you're going to cause problems in your household. I'm just saying it, it's a nightmare. You get calls at all hours for business that you don't want to get. So don't be a tightwad. Spend the extra 30 bucks a month for a second line <laughs> and get it. Here. And I think you, you mail offers a second line as well. Mm-hmm. They do. And um, I do love email. I, I, I did it through the carrier because I don't want to be app reliant just in case. Right. Uh, but uh, so I just did an eSIM with Verizon and spent, the, I don't know, it's 40 bucks a month, something, something like that, whatever it is. But, um, but I would encourage that. And remember this, if you're doing marketing, don't do it from your cell phone. Have a platform because legally someone has to be able to reply, stop to opt out. So for your kiosks, all that stuff, there are things where you can do on text platforms nowadays where they're like, link it up to a SIM card, do this, do that. Do not do any of those things. Don't be a tightwad. Hook up on Twilio. It Literally, 100 messages will cost you a whopping seven bucks a month or a thousand messages. It'll cost you seven bucks a month. Don't, don't be a tightwad. Seriously, you're going to put yourself at compliance risk and at 1500 bucks a message, you don't want to be at risk of that. That's very, very, very not okay. So, so Ty, the life guy, you have any other questions? He's like, yes, how do I unmute my microphone? Yeah, 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 no. I think y'all locked down my technology on this side. No, we're good. I think, I think we're good. Bry, anything? Nope, I'm no, good. Good no, everything is, I, I just had a question for Joe. You said that if I want to not question hear from you, I'll give you my cell phone number. What does that mean? It means I can block you or I can have email tell you that my number is disconnected when you call, right? I can make it where I'll never get the voicemail. I'll never know anything. So, so then it's, why give the number? Just say, wouldn't it be easier so to that say that way no? I don't have to answer a phone Conference. and find you on it. Yeah. You know what's fun is watching your wife ask you this question. Right. Watching exactly. you kind of like squirm around the answer. Yeah. <laughs> but at the bottom line, I look at it and go, hey, if I, if I keep getting blasted from somebody 
on a, on a business account. Or if, again, if the dealership people were trained by me, they're calling you too much. Right. And so they're out there dialing. So if they're dialing and I don't want to hear from you, I'm going to hit it over there and I will never get a notification. You will hear my numbers disconnected. You'll go take me out of your CRM. Right. And anytime it's out there, I don't have to worry about it. I won't get a text message because you've been completely blocked. So that's how, I, how I'll know if you break up with me as a friend is if I call. What does that mean? <laughs> We're sorry. The number you right. Oh yeah. Do you hear that? Yeah. Cause my, my, my bills on auto pay. So <laughs> our campus pastor's new message is the Liam Neeson line from taken. I don't know who you are and I don't nice. know, who you are, but I've got a special set of skills. So that's his, that's his voicemail message. And he loves it every single time he gets it. So yes, look, there I, you I go. Rule that. number one, don't mess with Netta. Number two, repeat rule number one. Hey, if there's anything I could do or any questions that people have, feel free to reach out to me uh, via Facebook Messenger, uh, text, you know. Oh, just text him on the screen right there. Go, go to rockstar.company forward slash war games. Go there. Try Watch to how it works. Boom. And then I'll have your number. And then uh, if you've got any questions, I am happy to answer them, you guys. Look, uh, I appreciate the opportunity to be on War Games with you, Joe. It's always a pleasure and, and, a, and a total blessing to you. So thank you for having me on. Tyler, great to meet you. Netta, good to see you again. And uh, I hope dealership is crushing it in spite of all the supply chain and inventory. Fantastic. Everybody, Matt will tell you you're one moment away. You are. One moment away. And I'm going to tell you, yeah, and I will tell you right now, go out and sell something. Thank you. Bye. See you guys. This is the Sales Genius Podcast. It's only a numbers game if you want educated. It's time to get educated. Let's go. Educated.